0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished entrepreneur, a social entrepreneur, Mr. Deep Bajaj. Deep, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you for having me, sir. Uh, Deep is the founder and CEO of Sirona Hygiene Private Limited, better known with his, by his brand name called Peabody. He's been awarded the Social Entrepreneur of the award, and of course, he's been recognized, awarded, and felicitated several times. So, Deep, let's first talk about Cerona hygiene. Yeah. Tell me about this venture. Uh, no, again, once again, thank you for having me. A great fan of your work and your profile too,
1: sir. I think uh, so. Cerona today uh, stands to solve those intimate and menstrual hygiene issues faced by women, which are not addressed. You know, there are right from puberty to menopause. We've got a list of issues that women are facing. And and we're trying to solve them with our unique products. So there's toilet, intimate, menstrual, sexual hygiene, Mm -hmm. all taboo topics, trying to
0: go after them and uh, solve them for women of our country and all the world. Mm. And what was your motivation? Uh, What was the gap that you saw in feminine hygiene?
1: I'd say, I mean, the category fell into my laps. It was serendipity. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that I was I knew that right from the start that this is what I would want to do. Right, But uh, yeah, like the great Steve Jobs says, it's only in hindsight that you can join mm-hmm. the dots. Mm-hmm. So now I can say that, you know, this category, once I stumbled upon it, mm-hmm. started giving me maximum happiness. And then the background goes that I started with events, you know, 2006 to 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we used to organize these large scale concerts, got into handmade carpets with my wife. She's a carpet designer, we do from oh. make carpets for hotels across the world. So we traveled, you know, around her around our pregnancy. And realized again, how toilets were, were always a thing that you would factor first for the mm-hmm. So and my mother had arthritis. So when in 2013, the idea for our first product, Peabody was mm-hmm. born out of a joke, I thought I'd like to do something about it. So mm-hmm. uh, this was a road trip in 2030, four friends traveling together, delhi jaipur Highway mm-hmm. and um, I was fooling around saying, see, God love men far more while creating us because we can stand and pay anywhere. Mm. We proud of it, but it was because girls were not drinking anything and boys were drinking whatever mm. we wanted to drink. Mm. Uh, we were stopping at fuel stations. We were stopping at. Uh, we were talking at even we stopping at good eateries, but toilets on the weekend mm. uh, were not clean. You know, uh, so that's where a friend's wife suggested she had seen someone in Europe use a makeshift uh, contraption to stand in pee, and mm. that, That's where the world must have stopped. Mm-hmm. And and I got the idea for saying, well, it is a possibility. It's no more a concept, right? I mean, earlier the solution were let's find a clean toilet. I mean, that's what you'd think. Correct. And uh, or you'd plan your trip that you know you'd be at home as a woman and, and mm. then we'll be at the destination. There right. was no other solution. So the minute this came in as a possibility, I thought I'd love to work on it. And uh and, and that's how the journey started. Mm. It was not till 2015 when we got the design patent that I that I got serious about it. Mm-hmm. We're still just selling it, you know, while, while trying to do a couple of other startups. But by 2015-16, writing was clear on the wall that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is a massive, massive problem. We started to get a lot of great testimonials from from, from women that, you know, we made the life simpler because of the product. Now they don't have to touch the seat, They can simply use the funnel to stand and be. Mm-hmm. And uh, then for the first time, we started to see far more, I would say, uh, Interesting medical usage of the product is mm. when I realized that this is just not an idea which should be taken lightly.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, you know, puberty today is used by women during pregnancy, during arthritis, during cancer uh, mm. in many cases. Mm. And uh, once you get into the category, you know, you, you realize that it's just the tip of the iceberg. Correct. Right. From one then led another. So today there is a bouquet of products that we have. Mm. And what are some of the other products that you have? So, so we're saying that puberty to menopause now, as the narrative goes, uh, there are issues in toilet. Intimate, menstrual, and sexual wellness as a category for women, and we'd like to uh, solve them with our unique uh, products. Right. So, first to follow Peabody was mm-hmm. India's first herbal period pain relief patches. i so will say first three products were because of my own, I mean, personal or professional, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, exposure to these issues. So, toilets, I had experience on my own. Mm-hmm. We'd had one miscarriage, by the way, and that was because of UTI. So, it was very closely felt. I mean, UTI wasn't a joke anymore, right? Um, and, and Peabody solved that to, to a very large extent to say that now and, and there is a notion that you get UTI from dirty toilets, you don't get UTI from dirty
2: toilets, mm. women
1: get UTI because they hold the pee for far longer than men and then for other reasons, you know, you can even get UTI from clean toilets, but Peabody avoided all of that, right, so Peabody had solved one uh, for my family and for my, my professional background uh, in events, then my wife gets very turbulent first day of a period of pains, you know, very turbulent the first period of day. So India's first herbal period pain relief patch was made for that because mm-hmm. she would wake up every three, four hours and have uh, not that deep uh, sleeper, So I, I'd also get up. So I think it was a selfish thing where I said, let me solve my sleep and her sleep as a problem. Mm-hmm. So came up in India's first herbal period pain relief patch, mm-hmm. disposal bags because she's very uh, hygiene conscious. So India's first disposal bags for clean and hygienic disposal of sanitary products, which are also degradable. Mm-hmm. And then we got in deeper and deeper into menstrual hygiene issues. Right from rashes, for example, women get rashes all the time because of pads. Mm-hmm. Uh, for baby diaper rashes, there are hundreds of things, but nothing for women. So came up with India's first natural anti shaffing cream for women, mm-hmm. uh, natural intimate washes. We are one of the strongest advocates of sustainable menstrual hygiene products, like menstrual cups. Today, about half a million Indian women are using Cerauna menstrual cups. Mm-hmm. So that that's the the, the it is
0: Well said. Well done. Well done. So uh, moving on, as you built this business, and you said that you know this is been really a business that seems to have grown significantly in the last seven or eight years. What have been some of your challenges and some of your learnings as you built up the business?
1: I'd say sir, the only challenge is that it is a a very taboo category. I mean, you know, we don't discuss these things in the most evolved families, you know, toilets, um, in period issues, sexual issues. For women, I mean, it's a non-existent Mm. domain. So it was virgin from that standpoint that, you know, we were making we were we were living with the, whatever solutions were available. Like if you talk about menstrual flow, pads is the only solution. So we you know you'd get it in black polythene, and uh, and that's it. I mean nobody speaks about it. She she gets in her supplies, it goes straight in her drawers, and that's about it. All the other challenges she's fighting, you know, on her own, uh, without really discussing uh, very openly. So that's that's a big big, uh, I would say, uh, challenge that we faced. Uh, but but learnings are that uh, no matter how big. The challenges, I think if you're at it, you'll crack it. So mm-hmm. in in my case, uh, you know, last three, four years, Touchwood have been very, very good mm-hmm. uh, with respect to the way we've scaled. We've kept the company profitable. We've been bad positive for the last three years, going 100% year. Mm-hmm. But and all through innovations. So on one end, it's a taboo topic is also an opportunity because there is somebody who's talking about it. There'll be many more. There'll be, there'll be far more people who will who'll benefit because if you solve a problem, which is not discussed, mm-hmm. you're actually uh, working on the grassroots level. Sure. And uh, at the business level, I think the biggest learning has been that uh, no matter what the industry is, if you just if you just stay in the game, mm-hmm.
0: uh, you will you will find the solutions. So that's interesting. Two. So you know, uh, the Prime Minister has been speaking a lot about public toilets. So, um, my question to you is that with the incredible growth of public toilets, how is this impacting and empowering the lives of millions of women and children in the country?
1: Um, uh, I'd say sir, so. I mean the, the good part is that at least there is a dialogue that has started at that level, whether mm. it is toilet hygiene or it is menstrual hygiene. Uh government has taken a lot of initiatives and these initiatives are now out in open. It's not that the previous governments didn't have policies around this. I mean, yeah, there were there were always lip service that was happening. But with the onset of this digital media, what has happened is that whatever initiatives are happening, now it's going to the go, the last person connected on mobile phone will get to know it. Earlier, it was very much restricted to you having an access to television and Right. So at the macro level, I'd say the great thing is that there is a dialogue around it. Toilets, you know, it's a big problem. Even in if I look at the, the rural in India today, there are still cases of you know a crime against women when they're going out to relieve themselves in the morning because they're no toilets.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, the ones who do not have access or do not have means at least are aware that whenever they get their means, the first thing that they should build, maybe over that another small room in the house is a toilet.
2: Mm-hmm. You know.
1: So it has it has it has spread that. Uh, awareness, very, very good. Mm. For the ones who had the means, but did not really have the awareness. You know, there are people in the villages also, in the mm. tier two towns also who had money. It's not, not a problem. Mm-hmm. But they still, you know, because for from generations together, they've been going out to defecate, mm. uh, you know, to relieve themselves in the morning, it was the norm. Mm-hmm. That also changed to to an extent that, you know, people are now making uh, toilets. So very, very good. Mm. Um, but I'd say, yeah, I mean, still some, some distance to, to, to travel because the whole Public toilets are still, uh, I mean, a, a little far from where I would say that they are u- uh, usable, right? Mm. So you, you've got them aware about using the toilet. And if they are from really uh, you know, underprivileged backgrounds and they can't make toilets and they're using a public one, if it's not clean, mm. they will again go back. Mm. Uh, but I'd say step one is about saying, let's build them. Mm. Now we go to the second problem, which is let's maintain them. So I think maintaining them as an issue has to be solved. That's where the rural India is. I think great job done, at least in terms of talking about this. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: In urban, uh, I'd say public toilets is still, I mean, there need to be more toilets for women. They need to be clean for Mm -hmm. women. You know, I mean, I was looking at a statistic. I'm assuming uh, this is is now updated. But I think in 2015-16, MCD uh, had released saying that there were 1,600 urinals for Mm -hmm. men in Delhi and 250 toilets. For for women, Mm -hmm. do you see the disparity? I mean, men don't need it. For we use every second tree as a urinal, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and women who are who are now more up and about uh, need toilets, but but that's the gap. And who need it? Who need it to be enclosed and and clean area? So the fact that we're talking, I'm sure solution will be there. That's what Sirona stands for. It Um, you know we are saying that unless we talk, there'll be no. uh, I mean, there is no dialogue. There is no progress. There is no progress. There is no solution. Mm. So, uh, I think the government level they've started the dialogue, uh, and I'm sure now you know solutions will get better. Same is mm. what Serena is battling.
0: Itself. Well said. Though a follow up question for you is that the funnel which sure. you have uh, patented for women, that also needs availability of toilets. It's very difficult to imagine someone just standing by a tree and you know the, the social uh, the culturally, it'd be very difficult for uh, acceptance, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. No, you're right. And and uh, to be very honest, you know, we have been asked this question many times that uh, I mean, do you, are you adding another thing for, for women to, to carry in their bags? And I said, no, not really. As a company, I'm saying I'll be very happy the day Toilets are clean and women mm. choose mm. To, to not use uh, Peabody today. Because there'll always be women who are pregnant, uh, who have arthritis, who have spinal injuries, who have some other, who'll use Peabody and that was the whole idea. I never thought this will go and become a billion dollar sort mm. of a, a product. You know, I said this is always a product that will impact people on the ground level. Mm having said that uh, i don't force, i don't see that our women will will stand in pee but that that still happens uh, without even toilets by the way uh-huh. where trekkers are there and people who are on road trips i mean I, I we do it where we open the front door and the second door and you mm-hmm. know i have two girls uh, the elder one at least and my wife i mean they can they can comfortably stand in mm-hmm. and and uh, relieve themselves there's no toilet mm-hmm. so uh, yes we need toilets um, yes uh, people should ideally be used when you know in a mm-hmm. closed area Correct. And uh, but does it stop you? I'm saying what we are trying to say is that till the time we are at a place where there are enough toilets mm. and those toilets are clean, you have a product to help you you know deal with it and same with
0: maybe the Sirona range you know in period right. solutions. So another question uh, relating to public toilets you know when one travels in Europe or the Far East, so uh, the toilets are clean and that's also because you know there is someone who takes a, you know 25 cents or 50 cents or one euro or whatever, uh, for you to be able to use the facilities. So sure. I'm seeing this beginning to happen, but it is still nowhere near hygienic that one would like to see. Sure. What is your perspective?
1: Uh, it will take time, sir. I'd say that as, as long as uh, you know we are open uh, to a dialogue around this space, mm-hmm. you will see solutions will evolve. Sulab Swachalias have been here, like Sulab that way as a but it's a large organization today. Okay. It's catering to the need of a certain sect. Mm-hmm. You are not the TG right now. You are anyways not used. You are not anyways not relieving yourself also on, on the roadside. Mm-hmm. You know, we also when we are traveling on the road trip, the first option is let's stop it at a patrol right. station, even right. as men. So we are there.
2: Mm-hmm. We,
1: we are there at once level up because, you know, the roti kapda makan is sorted. So you're saying that, you know, you're going up the martial arts hierarchy. So you're at a stage where, you know, what do you need and where can you get it? And you can you can afford to be there at, at fancier places. For the guys who cannot afford uh, fancier places, the solutions which are there just need an upgrade. Mm. Uh, whether they'll pay for it, some of them can pay. But the bigger issue is the guys who are right now defecating in the open. And they don't have nothing. Now, will will they pay to use? No, because they don't have even basics met. Mm. So I'd say that at that level, it's, it's important for us to Have these toilets and have them clean. Even if you get CSR money to go behind it, Mm. a huge chunk of this problem can be solved. You cannot expect people to pay. You pay there because you're used to paying on everything that you do. You you pay for water, you pay for trains, you're paying for everything right? when you're traveling
2: internationally.
1: Here, I mean, expecting people to pay for toilets, at least the the ones who come from the underprivileged background. Mm. uh, I mean, the whole thing will fall. It will not happen. And you have to keep it clean also. Mm.
0: So, again, I was, I was noticing, you know, uh, after a long time, I took a train ride about a an year and a half ago, and I'm much older. I remember when I was a child, I used to take a train ride. Uh, in the mornings, the, the train tracks were the favorite place for people to go yes. and to leave themselves.
2: Yes.
0: And I commented after almost 35, 40 years that I did not see too many people. Yeah, yeah. So, is this because uh, people have got more awareness? Are yeah. they building more toilets, or what is yeah. happening? I mean, you would know.
1: Well, <laughs> I would say that, sir. Uh, it's I'm not an expert on this topic, uh, but what I what what we've observed is that at least in the tier two, tier three towns, uh, with the advancement of technology, we were we followed pretty much whatever our parents said. Mm. Kids today have, you know, like an opinion of their own. Uh, at least the guys who are going to even you know basic schools mm-hmm. they are they are being taught this right at the inception level mm-hmm. so awareness is far more yes people are building toilets uh, and uh, it's because of that that you see far less people going out
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: and uh, and i hope that changes it. i think it's
0: it's not the best way to to be okay. like, yeah, i agree miles to go i agree um one more question and then i'll move to the next segment <laughs> and that is that uh, any lessons from all the good work that you have done in India with Peabody Sorry. and all the other products that people in other parts of the world have started to pick up?
1: Well, I I would say that uh, from our, our mother brand, serona I think what we've been able to do here with the menstrual cups, um, um, I, I see a lot of country, people from a lot of countries, especially Africa. We've had now six countries within Africa who reached out to us to to implement similar programs. So what we do is we we have two parts of the business. One is for the guys who can afford our products, right? So Serona says for period, there is cups, there are pads, there are tampon, there are intimate wash, there's rash cream, et cetera. For toilet, there is peabody pre-buddy, which has stand-in pee. there there's toilet seat covers, and there are before and after toilet sprays, mm-hmm. and the entire sphere. But we also have a paid forward division through which we work with the underprivileged, especially the traffic sex workers. We've done programs for people from remotest parts uh, of of uh, India, where we are teaching them on sustainable menstruation and moving them to menstrual cups. So mm-hmm. in, in urban, we have about half a million women using us. Mm-hmm. In rural too, last year alone, I think about ten thousand women were moved uh, to a cup. So what is a cup? Cup is an alternate to a pad, right? Mm-hmm. So the the thing that we are trying to discuss here is that pads, like toilets in the rural India, is not the solution. Like mm-hmm. you know, just building toilets is not the solution. Correct. Keeping them clean is you know. Ensuring that women are able to use it safely is, you know. Mm-hmm. say if it's a kilometer away from the, from from the village, it's just not worth it. She has to be, it has to be in her backyard. Right. Similarly, for a pad, you give her pad once, and if she has to keep buying it again and again, uh, it's not helping because it, first it's it's costing the exchequer you know, every month. Right. Then wherever she's throwing it, it is going to landfills. It is also giving her rashes. Most of the women from these uh, you know villages don't even have undergarments to put the pad on, so it's mm-hmm. also a waste on that point. So we have been moving women to cups. Now cups is a normal silicon uh, device, not our innovation, uh, but certainly something that I'd say that we can be credited for changing this habit-friendly. Movement. Mm-hmm. It's a small cup, she inserts it in her vagina, it collects all the blood, she takes it out, throws it, reuses it, it can, can last. So we started doing this in, in small small pockets across India. Looking at that people from all, I mean I would say that I have eight inquiries as of today and we've converted about five in the past also, where we are teaching them this program to say, this is how you need to handhold people to move to cups. Once you give them, you've impacted them for life. For five years, she doesn't need to buy anything. For 10 years, she doesn't need to buy anything. It's a far better product. Mm. That is that is very, very heartening. In the case of Peabody also, uh, Peabody started to move in the US. It is moving well now in UK, Germany, and uh, smaller numbers, but uh, but still great to know that a, a product from India, made in India, design patented in India, is, is finding acceptance in other parts of the world. So those two projects I would say have been
0: interesting fascinating fascinating so deep i'm going to move to the next segment uh, my viewers and listeners love to get to know my guest a little better so <laughs> i have three or four questions for you personally so sure. um, what would you say are three key milestones or pivot points in your life or your career wow
1: uh, so one is uh, deciding to move from events so i started with events 2006 to 2010 and then we were i can say uh, you know that we were at the at least from from my point of reference, I was at the top of my game, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from nothing to about ten odd crores we were doing in two thousand and ten. Mm-hmm. and I decided to move on. I think that was a that was a big big shift you know, right. because I just started to settle in life was good. everybody said this is a bad decision to make mm-hmm. uh, and and that was first. second was, I'd say uh, a, a one more startup that I did that didn't do too well mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and. Uh, third was decision to to pursue cirona full time i think these three are on the on the professional professional end on the personal end getting married for everybody else changes a lot of things absolutely being blessed with my girls
0: i would say uh, would be second and third. you know in, in that order wonderful so my next question to you is that what are some of the core values you believe in okay so i'd say that uh, i don't know if i could call it a value
1: but yeah something it's it's a muscle which is important for you to build this persistence i think that's very very important as uh, it, it can be a virtue you know if if you if you can be known for it second is uh, to me integrity is is equally important uh, and and it's not when when nobody's watching its integrity to me is when nobody's watching what are we doing sort of a thing uh, important for me so i'm happy as a team member as a leader that we make mistakes you come and own up to i'll 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 excuse anything and right we've had bigger losses, smaller losses, good profits, bad profits. But lying is something which is a challenge and I try my best to you know, to
0: follow this as one of the tricks. And third is empathy. I think those three to Fair me enough. are my favorites. Fair enough. Uh, I have time for uh, three more questions. So my next mm-hmm. question is that for someone who's been doing so many interesting things, what does success mean to Deep from where you stand today?
1: I'd say miles away to 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 call ourselves a a success, but I'd say if I were to break it into personal and professional again, professional will be how many people from my immediate team was I able to shift their orbits, you know, how many people when when I whenever whenever whatever future has in line, so I would not say that I will never do this. So never say never. Mm -hmm. But let's say tomorrow I exit or the day I make a lot of money, how many people around me uh, would have also made wealth enough and not only wealth, I would say mental balance and everything Mm -hmm. else. So how many people am I able to lift Is a mark of a success. I think personally, it'll be uh, with with our kids. If I'm just able to give them, uh, you know, an upbringing which makes them comfortable in their skin Mm -hmm. and uh, follow their passions,
0: I think I'd say that I'd had a good life. You know, where I'm able to balance both. Terrific. And a follow-up question to success is: Who or what inspires you?
1: Uh, What inspires me, honestly, every day is the customer uh, feedback and testimonials that we are getting. Touchwood, it's very, very heartening Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, you know we are a category which is very challenging to break. And on one end, you know, investors have their own way of saying that we only go after hockey stick growth Mm -hmm. categories, and and, and, you know, we have we have decided to stick around. So customer testimonials make you know, I mean, it just completely lifts me up. Mm -hmm. On again, a personal level, I'd say I've been watching Jim Ron's uh, video. I I believe that they're fantastic, decades old, but still so relevant. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah, I mean, that's what keeps me. Uh, going yeah so and
0: my last question to deep and this is for the many many people who listen to our conversation so what would your advice be to a young entrepreneur yeah. who's starting off on her or his journey
1: uh i'd say uh, whether so uh, and just to also finish that first one, what what motivates is also people who take who take a decision yeah and, and it might be different you know in, away from the ordinary so people who are from moving from jobs to work uh, from from jobs to businesses, from businesses to jobs, those, those guys also inspire me a lot. Hmm. People who are willing to, you know, take that part. It's not only that it's very fashionable from moving to jobs to businesses. Hmm. Uh, three, a few things that I would say to a young guy starting, whether it's a job or a business is number one. you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Please give it a good thousand days, whatever you're planning to do. You give it a thousand days and thousand days, anything can be a success. So hmm. persistence, thousand days. Second, I'd say don't get too much into analysis paralysis. My life has been full of serendipities. Mm. And I think I've taken more chances than uh, I, you know, I would have uh, that I deserved, honestly. So don't get too much into analysis paralysis. And third and most important, please stay away from energy vampires. It's a concept that I was introduced to by a monk in New York called uh, Dandapani. You should look him up. Fantastic guy. Uh, and he talks about energy as as a you know, perishable mm. commodity. Mm. And uh, there are people who just suck it out. So please have that list ready. There are people who might come across as well, vicious, but they're not. So those three, if you haven't checked 1000 days, don't get into too much analysis, paralysis, and watch out for energy vampires, you're good.
0: Amazing. Deep on that note, I mean, what amazing pieces of advice you have given. And I love this bit about stay away from energy vampires. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you for taking me through the amazing journey of Sirona.
2: So I
0: wish that you continue to do really wonderful things for all the people who don't have the ability to take, look after all the hygiene uh, challenges. Thank you again and good luck. Thank
1: you so much. Sir. Thank you for inspiring us. Uh, see you soon.
0: Thank you.